0: I set the mic down on my lap and, uh, yeah, it's just 89% Gus now. Oh, oh, (laughs) yikes.
1: That is a furry, furry microphone
0: it tickles my nose <laughs> get a little asmr here
1: oh yes thank you for that, that nice yeah thank Be you relaxed do you I'm,
0: have tingles i, I <laughs> actually i do like
1: oh. for real oh my god yeah i did get tingles do i like oh. asmr Ew. um am i an asmr genius i think you converted me because you know i have tried it for asmr I know. and i hate it I know. <laughs> you got me
0: girl all you have to I'm do is scratch new... some cat hair off your microphone and I'm in. <laughs> I'm on a new trip right now. Um, It's kind of ASMR, but it's like a different thing. Okay. You're okay. You'll fucking love this. Okay. And it's on brand. Okay. So I found, I randomly found this, uh, I've got these two accounts that I watch now and the thing of it is, it's ladies and they're, it's in Ecuador, which I've always wanted to go to Ecuador, Ooh. and um, they're speaking in Spanish, and I have no idea what they're saying, which is great, but they're doing limpia, which is spiritual cleansing, as you might remember, as I performed on you one time. With the With egg. With yes. yeah. Oh, my gosh. So it's so great because they just like they've now learned that they have an ASMR watching community. So they'll sometimes do like massages and stuff. But mostly my favorite lady is a lady who she doesn't whisper and she is like mad at evil spirits. Mm. And she is like she does like this stuff on. It's a shooka 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 shooka. sha. God, sha, sha, chuka, 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 chuka. And she's, like, beating the shit out of people with flowers, you know? Yes. Oh, I love it! And I then she'll really just go on this. and
1: on. Okay, okay, you're right. That is on brand, and I do it's, think I'd fucking
0: love it. It's yeah. great. It's very soothing. I fall asleep to having evil spirits removed from very pretty ladies all the time. So. Oh, my
1: gosh, I would yeah. love to fall asleep to that. Although, when you did that egg cleanse on me, that was... Mm-hmm. That was- <laughs> Mm-hmm. um that was when we recorded in studio together with like a mic like a uh what is it engineer called? engineer thank you yeah. i was gonna say a mixologist
0: <laughs> <laughs> we wish <laughs> damn that would be that'd be oh the life <laughs> now i'm like okay hold on i'm making like a um Uh, want ad like a job description and that's what we needed we needed a mixer mixologist oh my god yes (laughs) somebody who could do
1: all like the tech stuff and then make us our fucking drinks
0: oh my god
1: (laughs) I remember when you busted that egg out I was like what is happening (laughs) right now
0: We've done a lot of raw egg work.
1: I remember. We have. I think. I think we have that on video too. I
0: think yeah. we taped.
1: The, oh boy. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and
0: we have the one too where I pretended to do a prairie oyster. Yes. <laughs> and I immediately ran and spit it out. Oh. Oh god. I was like, I am gonna die. I'm so scared of salmonella.
1: Oh god, me too. I feel like. We're very bold and brave, but something about being together in person and in a studio in person with a mixer, uh-huh. we were, like, really, really trying to
0: impress ourselves. We just like an audience, you know? We do. We thrive in front of a live audience. Why do you think I keep cats, you know? I got to have somebody to try to impress and I think that's why I'm funny is because my cats do not fucking think I'm funny so I'm always <gasps> working they? really hard and I'm getting better I'm getting there better, you go you know? there you go Tammy mm-hmm. yes
1: they'll get they you know cats are very finicky they're very picky with like what they will laugh at
0: they just don't have they just don't have good taste No, you know they really and that's don't. on me that's on me for not raising them right I just heard a spooky noise did you yeah, it stopped, though.
1: It sounded like someone else breathing. The fuck? It's
0: dead serious. I don't, I didn't hear it. Oh, no, I'm <laughs> Okay. I me back to a window. Okay, there's
1: nothing there. I know. I'm like, I have my back to a door. Anyway, guys, hey, guess what? This is Banshees and Booze. Oh, Jesus. This is a paranormal podcast. <laughs> With a shot of liquid courage and okay. Not right now. <laughs> A shot of liquid fear. Uh-huh. <laughs> that was so spooky. It sounded like somebody breathing deeply and heavily. I don't like that. Ah! Have fun editing this. Ah! Uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Well, guess what we're in for today's topic, which is another fifty states of ghosts. Yay! And Tammy, which ghostly state did you choose
0: for today? Well, I happened to get lucky and draw the great state of California. California knows how <laughs> you, to party. Okay, yeah. You're, you were about to make the same mistake I did, except for you knew the words. <laughs> <laughs> In the city. I could have said, I could have said California girls i also don't know that oh yeah is that the oh. katy perry mm-hmm. uh, uh mm-hmm. what about uh dream of California"? yeah i know that one from a uh, uh rock band that video game <laughs> no
1: <laughs> i'm like you know it from a rock band mm-hmm. uh who, who is that REM, no,
0: no, the Red Hot Chili Yes, thank you. Yes, 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 yes.
1: Um, and then if we really want to go old school, we can go Beach Boys. Wish they all could be be California. California.
0: Wish they all could be California. Wish they all could be. <laughs> How did you end up with the high part? <laughs> Great. Cra-
1: How did I end up singing? Period. I am- <laughs> You guys, I know you probably all thought that was, you know, Brian Wilson resurrected. Yes. Uh, it was me. It was Aww.
0: me. <gasps> I'm a beach girl. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> Turns out I'm a secret ASMR star. And, and- Amy's a secret beach girl. <laughs> I
1: perform every day in my shower for an audience uh-huh. of me yeah. and uh, I am phenomenal. And uh, please, <laughs> my album drops never. Um, yeah, sh- your
0: SoundCloud, put your SoundCloud there for me to go viral.
1: If anyone ever needs to hear me sing, they could just listen to this podcast and they'll instantly
0: <laughs> regret it. <laughs> but
1: I am so excited to know like yeah. what you picked and what we're well, doing for California as well as you used
0: to be a resident of this great state I sure did and you know what I did well what one of the great things about California is it's so damn big I knew there would be tons of choices so what I decided to do was I I just went you know, I keep wanting to go back to San Francisco. I really liked San Francisco and I'd like to visit there again. So, I picked San Francisco and I googled around and I found a place called the Queen Anne Hotel that is very haunted. Ooh. And that influenced my drink um because I found a hotel, mm, spoiler alert, there's going to be some trip advisor reviews. Yes. Yes. Uh-huh, uh-huh, yes. Uh-huh. And but mostly what came from the TripAdvisor was almost every single one of them mentioned that at this hotel they serve a free sherry and cookies every day. Sherry and cookies!
1: Sign me the fuck up. I'm going as soon as the...
0: Oh, my God. She has the cookies and a little beautiful teacup. I made cookies and I didn't have a sherry glass, so I used a teacup. Oh, my gosh. It's so vintage looking and beautiful. Thank you. This teacup is vintage. Little Pyrex. Little vintage Pyrex. I love vintage Pyrex. And now I'm going to taste these cookies for the first time that I just made. Oh, my Um, God. And she made them. I'm so jealous. They are... Almond rose water tea cookies. Stop it. Well, so here's the best part is I went to, um, we have this really nice um, liquor store called Specs. That's also like the one that's near me. It also has a large international grocery section, Ooh. which is, yeah. And so I just was wandering up and down the aisles And I found rose water and I was like, yeah, I fucking want rose water. I don't know what I'm going to do with it, but I would like to own it. Thank you. Yeah. So then I got on Pinterest and was like rose water recipes and it was like, Almond meal rose water cookies. And I was like, yeah, I do want that. And I'm now an adult enough that I had all of the other ingredients that I needed. So. Don't you
1: love when that happens? That yep. makes, that delights me in my adulthood to no end. I'm going
0: gonna, I'm gonna to taste it. Let's see. Oh, I'm
1: kind of drooling because I'm so hungry. <gasps> it looks so good. Yes. They're really good. Yes.
0: Tastes like a little rosebud.
1: Oh my God and well, it's like made it. with almond meal. I have almond meal.
0: I just need rose water. Mm-hmm. It was um mm. there was some flour and almond meal and an egg and some butter and all powdered sugar. That's why Ooh. it's so fluffy. That sounds perfect. So fancy.
1: Look at not only does she make her cocktails but she also makes the accompanying cookies to go with them. That's of ASMR. Oh yeah, let me hear that. Ooh, yeah. Oh, that is nice.
0: Mm. (laughs) I got to see it in her mouth, too. That was amazing. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Now I get to find out if I like sherry. Ooh, yeah. I don't think I've ever had sherry. Okay.
1: She's sipping. She's smelling. She's sipping. so jealous of this Pyrex. Oh, my God.
0: It's pretty good. It's like a really, really dry white wine. Oh. Okay. It's kind of vinegary. Oh,
1: is that good? Or it's just it's just interesting. It kind of tastes like vermouth. Okay. It's funny you say that because my drink is a dirty <gasps> martini. Ooh. Because you know what I've really been missing lately? Huh. Speaking of California? Olives. Bordeners. Oh, Borgners. Mm-hmm. They have the best dirty martini. Okay, no, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. The best dirty martini go. is Frank Muso and Frank's. I'm sorry. You saw, you sorry. saw my
0: face. Uh, uh, if you really want the best martini, you got to go across the street. Yes. <laughs> and if you want
1: the best gross nachos, which are only gross because of the ingredients, <laughs> but they're the best, you go to Borgners. So I mean, legit used to have a beautiful excellent dirty martini with Tito's vodka and then be like give me these fucking nachos smothered in sour cream and cheese <laughs> and so many jalapenos and then your butt hurt the next
0: day oh
1: my god I was just talking about that with Ithamar last night because mm-hmm. I was like I really because we're able to open at 25 percent capacity indoors oh, nice. now in, in California mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna do that till I get vaccinated but yeah we were talking about like like, where would you go? Where would you go? And I was like, fucking borders for those nachos. And then we talked about how making your butthole be on fire.
0: Yeah. <laughs> we've we've all experienced it. Yeah. For it the best of us, guys. You know, my uh governor's trying to murder us all. Of course, but yes. um, you know, people are our vaccine rate is not great. I am on lists. So I haven't gotten anything. But Same. I am truly knowing people who are getting the vaccine. Like it's truly feels like it's getting there. Yeah. And so I I chanced yesterday. I went in the middle of the day. I did not have a lot of work that I needed to do. So I was like, you know what I'm gonna do is drink in the middle of the day. <laughs> and it was it was St. Patrick's Day in my oh, defense. Duh, um, yeah, of course. So I went to my little downtown area and there's a bar down there that is, um, it's got, it's open. So like you, you can stand on the sidewalk oh, and it's okay. like open. Um, so I went and I, and I was, I was being the most person there. Like I was like. Mostly just lifting my mask up and sipping. And I'd, I'd go like, drink, 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 drink. Put it back down. Uh, Good right girl. Now. I'll yes. feel it. And I was keeping, you know, keeping it on my ear and everything. But um, Jesus Christ, I fucking needed to be outdoors. I'm excited for
1: that to actually happen, you know. And I am on a bunch of lists too. And the yeah, our vaccine rates are pretty shitty as well. California, mm. um,
0: yeah. but yeah, I do look forward to that—to just going out and drinking. You know, I said I said it the other day. I i think posted on Facebook or something. I was like, I legit, like, legitimately, like the number one thing is I would like to be able to travel and see my humans. Oh, that right, I that love too. And hug them. Yes, that too. <laughs> but no joke. My number two thing is I would like to take a book and go to a bar and sit at the bar and have. Get a drink and a half in and start listening to the people next to me and either judging them or then joining into their conversation. Like, I. I need that to survive. Like that—that that is my mental health. So. It's so true. That's what you did so much of, and I always admired that about you. I was like,
1: I want to take a bar to a, a book to a oops a book to a bar, not a bar mm-hmm. to a book. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I take my bar That's what I'm doing now because now we're in quarantine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I guess I could call a dirty martini a quarantini because we're still not drinking in public, but. Oof. Uh, we're almost there. We're almost there. We're almost there. We got it, guys. Um, We got it. Well, do you want to go first? Since I think I went first the last episode, I'm dying to hear about San Fran because I think we've we've done Alcatraz, but we like never got into the city. Right. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. Thrilled. So most of this is an article that I'll be reading um, from SF Gate. It was written by Katie Dowd, which made me laugh because I know a person named Katie Dowd. It's not the same person. I know a person Um, named that from high school I think oh my god mine's from high school like literally when you said that I was like oh I must we must know her through improv and then I was like no mine's from high school did we go to the same high school oh my god (laughs) we just like didn't know (laughs) this whole time (gasps) holy shit I
1: guess I went to high school in Texas and didn't realize it that's amazing oh that's so polite I was
0: I also assumed you went here um i am the dominant high school personality no i was such a nerd um i was a party girl <laughs> we, would, we we would we could have gone to the same high school and never met that was it's
1: so true not the crowds
0: <laughs> um okay so sf gate and then hauntedhouses.com love, love it. that and and of course later advisor. Got A advisor of credit god you gotta it's the best
1: writing i've ever read is on trip <laughs> um
0: okay so here we go with the article when guests request room 410 at the queen anne hotel it's not for a restful night's sleep Ooh, it's for In-
1: fucking
0: oh
1: yeah. yeah give me room 401 what is it
0: 410? 410 410 oh yeah baby, baby. <laughs> uh sorry i know i love it when like then you'll start and i'm like wait what is it for (laughs) it's like i I wasn't there with you at all and it just was (laughs) delightful (laughs) um so oh i keep me i'll send you a link to the or i'll just there are so many beautiful pictures you shouldn't have to look for them they're so pretty okay Um, Inside the Victorian time capsule, and believe me, it looks like that. They really did, like, keep it correct. Um, People say you might encounter a startlingly alive remnant of the past, the building's former occupant, Mary Lake. Okay. The Queen Anne Hotel is perhaps San Francisco's most famous haunted hotel, appearing on TV shows and ghost hunting websites the world over. So it said that, and uh, I really struggled to find a lot of those. So (laughs) (laughs) that's fine. That's wish, But you know me, it's got some good history. So Ah. Um, so, uh, little is known about Miss Mary Lake other than her occupation as a school headmistress. Um, While a ghostly headmistress might evoke visions of a terrifying Lizzie Borden type, almost nothing about Mary Lake fits the stereotype, including her involvement in one of San Francisco's most infamous sex scandals.
1: Oh, Oh.
0: shit. I know. Room 410, baby. (laughs) So... Blah, blah, blah. Okay, so she was born in New York, and then they moved to San Francisco when she was little. And her father, whose name is Delos, never heard of that. D-E-L-O-S. Yeah. Huh. Um, he became one of the city's wealthiest lawyers. Um, and he built the family a mansion. Uh, nice. Which is nice. And she grew up uh, well-educated and refined, a, quote, true city belle. And she applied those skills to teaching. Um, After she taught at a few grammar schools in the city, she decided to open her own academy. And in 1889, she started the Lake Seminary, which was a private boarding school for girls. Um, And it started in just like a small little building. But then the next year, she moved to a brand new custom built building on the corner of Sutter and Octavia. Which is now the hotel? Mm-hmm. It had 31 private bedrooms, a dining room, and a well-stocked library, all in Queen Anne, a Queen Anne style mansion. Wow! Um, so even though like she was rich, this was like too rich (laughs) like it was clear that like she got a subprime mortgage and like was not able to pay for this
1: yeah that's a lot so she wait so that 31 room building was just for her it's it was her boarding house oh her board okay 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 I was like that sounds like a boarding house
0: (laughs) okay yeah so she lived well and it's very (laughs) convenient because it's now a hotel so yeah so she clearly couldn't afford it and that is where the gentleman James G. Fair stepped in. Okay, mm. um, James Fair, for whom the Fairmont Hotel is named. Oh shit! Cool. Yeah, uh, is one of the one of the quote great villains of Wild West lore. Okay, we'll see about that. Oh, <laughs> um, he was an Irish immigrant who went west to strike it rich as a miner, and he did. A relentless worker, Fair climbed his way up to mine superintendent at a very opportune moment. He made his fortune with the Comstock load, and s- I don't know what that means. Mm. I should know what that means. I know the word com, the Comstock word shows up in San Francisco all the time. It's, it's, it's mining know. something. Oh. Something about mining. Great.
1: Mining. I would not have known either
0: um savvy investments in real estate uh his net worth in the 1880s became 50 million dollars which made him one of the richest men in the world holy mother of pearl that's a Uh lot of fucking money yep and he eventually became a senator um but he was a fair a, a deeply unpopular figure um an often told story about fair sums up his ruthlessness A group of miners on their break were once approached by Fair, who asked them for a light. Smoking underground was, of course, against the rules, Mm -hmm. but seeing their supervisor smoking encouraged them, so the miners lit up too and enjoyed a smoke break with him. Mm -hmm. Later that day, every miner was handed a note of dismissal for breaking the non smoking rule. (laughs) What a dick. (laughs) <laughs> oh
1: my god. What an also, no, please don't smoke underground when you're mining. Please don't do that.
0: It's like you're literally they're literal Yeah, okay. So the only person who despised Fairmore more than his employees was his wife. <laughs> 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 Teresa Rooney. Um so they got married before he was rich. He was a, a young miner and she was a boarding housekeeper. And he, They say he was probably always a womanizer, but then he became a senator and went to Washington and was just like, yay. Hello,
1: ladies. Uh Uh-huh.
0: And Teresa was like, no. Uh, So she filed for divorce. um, And that was like a front page news story because um, this was in 1883. And uh, Teresa's attorneys found two women one a San Francisco brothel owner and another a sex worker who testified that they had had quote criminal intercourse with Fair. Oh my. Okay, so no one told me what criminal intercourse was. I don't know. Well, I also don't know, but I would like to guess. Um, <laughs> I find it enjoyable to guess. Okay, let's so guess. My two thoughts are either. Criminal intercourse is criminal because it was 1883 and no one was allowed to have sex. That's my, my instinct. Or, hear me out, two ladies, one rich guy ah i bet they were talking about a three-way right okay uh-huh. you're or right maybe butt stuff Which i think butt stuff was illegal
1: all of it was illegal back yeah. then yeah. the only yeah. thing that was legal was was putting a dick in your in your wife who was definitely had to be a virgin mm-hmm.
0: only to yep. make baby through a hole in a sheet yeah
1: too. that's what exactly yeah. what i was <laughs> imagining i <laughs> guess i'm imagining it everyone it's mm-hmm. in my head sexy oh my. times sexy Ooh. times Oh, baby, why don't you get that sheet with the hole out tonight? I am feeling (laughs) raunchy.
0: (laughs) That's criminal. Uh, Um... Okay, so Mrs. Fair was awarded $4.25 million. Wow. And the mansion and custody of the three children. And it was the largest divorce settlement in history up to that point. Probably because only four people had been
1: divorced up to that point. <laughs> right. that, yeah, unless yeah. they got beheaded. <laughs> Holy shit. That's amazing.
0: So um, a few years later... Uh, Mr. Fair is, uh, you know, just helping Miss Mary Lake build her dream school. Hmm. Nice guy. Nothing nothing suspicious there at all. Very generous. Um, and people were just like, um, okay, y'all are clearly having criminal intercourse. And (laughs) some people even suspected that, uh, their relationship was so serious that they had actually gotten married in secret. Whoa. And all the pupils were just like, oh my god, our headmistress is such a slut. And they like laughed about it a lot. <laughs> um but uh they both say, No, we're not having an affair. And Mary in particular thought that like her enemies were making it up to try to like, you know, taint her school. Yeah. Um and and she was quoted as saying, the very idea. I haven't seen the Senator, but oops, Senator but <laughs> 10 times in my life mm. and I'm like, I mean I fucked on the first day before. It's what fine, were you lady. doing all ten times and then he said, Miss Lake is an estimable <laughs> okay look I did have some drinks, but this is just a hard word to say an estimable estimable. Oh, estimable? Baby. Yeah, it's but like it's she's not spelled este- the right way. Esteem- oh, great! And he says it again. Oh, great, an estimable lady, a very estimable <laughs> lady. But she is not my wife. In fact, I have not seen her for a year. Okay, <laughs> okay. I mean, you but could also have a wife if and they weren't, a year. like, way was he paying for that school? They were totally boning in mm-hmm. the back room. So. Apparently, he was like friends with her dad, so maybe it was just like, Sure, I'll help your daughter pay for a school. I'm literally the most fucking rich man in the world. Yeah, it was pennies to him. Yeah, and she did pay rent, like, she paid rent on it. So, you know, that would be like not sexy to be like, Yeah, now you have to pay rent. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyway. Probably they were having sex, but also maybe not.
1: Probably most certainly.
0: Estimable. Let's let's talk. Estimable. Estimable. So let's talk about ghosts. Yeah. Um, Guests at the Queen Anne Hotel say Miss Mary Lake's ghost is a kind one. Aww. She is known to tuck guests into bed while they're sleeping, and several visitors have returned to their rooms to find their suitcases neatly unpacked. Oh, my God. Which is a thing that we hear about sometimes.
1: Yes, didn't we heard about that in the Estes Park Hotel, where mm-hmm. The Shining was, was born. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So, then oh. there was, apparently there was a panic in 1896. I think it was a financial panic. I'm not familiar with, I can't keep up with them. So many panics. Um, and the, so the school went out of business. So it was legitimately mm-hmm. like less than 10 years. Oh, jeez. So, geez. that does seem like rather a big school um she said the truth is i undertook too much it was a severe task to keep a preparatory and finishing school up to such a standard on a scale as i wished um okay so she sold the furniture and everything and it fell into disrepair in the 20th century until it was renovated in the 1980s oh wow um and then she died actually in new jersey on her 55th birthday Mm -hmm. um and I'm trying to get to more ghosts Mm -hmm. I love their story though mm -hmm. it's it's really nice it Um, is so the the other um oh oh this is just kind of a nice thing society women of San Francisco as book buyers um there were a bunch of prominent ladies who like it was it was a you know, you, they didn't have Amazon back then. So, like, getting what? books, you really had to kind of, like, look for books and, like, you know, have a collection. And, um, you know, a lot of these prep schools, it was all Greek stuff and Latin stuff and, you know, be a good lady stuff. But she she seems like a really cool headmistress. She also had Louisa May Alcott <gasps> and favorite. Alice and uh uh-huh, Alice in Wonderland. Yeah. Um, and she said, for who has not loved to linger in fairy lands and wonderful Aladdin scenes and wander in the realms of fantasy? Um, Miss Lake thoroughly believes in the cultivation of the imagination of children. Oh, my God. Aww. I love her. I know. Aww. Yeah. So it seems like she's just like a really chill ghost. And she mostly hangs out in room 410, which used to be her office. Oh. Um, Lots of psychics have been there, and, like, all of them are like, there's this really nice lady here. <laughs> I just love um, that we finally have, like, a really sweet, nice ghost. Yeah, right? Um, she, uh, there are unexplainable cold spots, specifically on the fourth floor, and misty apparitions outside of her office, um... Let's see. Hangs hangs up clothes. Oh, picks up objects off of the floor that were dropped and puts them back. (laughs) Um, And yeah. Okay. So here we go. It's time for some trip advisor. I'm taking a drink of sherry. Yes. I fucking love this part. Here we go. Ready. Number one. My family actually stayed in a lovely corner room with a turret. We were impressed that the hotel survived the San Francisco earthquake and fires. I forgot to mention that. Oh, right,
1: those. Yes, yes, that was big.
0: very, very few structures survived, so this is a pretty unique thing. All right. True. Um, We knew nothing of the hotel supposedly being haunted. I half awoke one night to experience a feeling like someone was tucking me in and gently pushing on my collarbone. I thought it was strange, but it was a comforting feeling. The next day, we found out the hotel was supposedly haunted by the former headmistress Mary, who ran a boarding school for girls. We were told she likes to tuck people in at night. I was shocked and a little freaked out by what I experienced the night before. It wasn't scary, it was very comforting. I believe it was Mary. Oh
1: my gosh! This might be the first ghost I wouldn't be super afraid of. It sounds like a very nice energy.
0: And like when you see the pictures, you're gonna be like, "Oh my god, this is delightful! It's very cute. The whole place is cute." Okay. Um, Here is uh, one more, one more TripAdvisor review. Um, I loved our stay here. From what I hear, room 410 is the most haunted. We were placed in the room below, 310. We had some wacky moments that made it seem like this place is certainly haunted, like smelling distinct perfume wafted through the room and a green-slash-blue-colored orb that followed us around in all of our pictures. Whoa. My, my husband and I love that stuff, so it made <laughs> for an interesting stay. <laughs> the Victorian decor, complimentary cookies and sherry, and wild parrots flying outside the hotel all what? add to the unique experience. <laughs> I was like... Yeah, I'm keeping that in. Why don't
1: you have a wild parrot with you? You've got the cookies and the sherry. I mean, well. come on.
0: So anyway, I mean, if I can swing it uh, next time I go, I'm going to stay at the Queen Anne Hotel. It's very fancy. I don't know if I'm rich enough.
1: I would. I, seriously, I was thinking about it. I was like, I, so I've never been to San Fran. I've always wanted to go. It's on my bucket list. And I'm like, I actually would want to stay there because it sounds like it's, inhabited by her and yeah if you're staying in that room or an adjacent or Mm -hmm. below or above room you'll feel her energy but it sounds like a really positive one like sounds
0: really nice and did I mention sherry and cookies oh yes
1: you did (laughs) um can we just like waltz through the the lobby and act like we're guests just to get Uh them because like maybe we can do that one day okay okay let's do it yeah if we go together we could split everything 50 50 it'll be cheaper we can
0: share beds we've done it I'm already trying to talk you into Paris um oh yeah I sort of bought a ticket to Paris the other day
1: hooray well I I'm buying I just booked a place in Italy for September when are you doing Paris yeah
0: um I booked it I booked a ticket I booked a fully changeable ticket um for well, I should probably figure out what I booked it for. I think yeah. I booked it for the end of October.
1: Oh, I was just wondering if we'd be in Europe at the same
0: time. Oh, that would have been so lovely. Well, it's still changeable. Maybe. And I'll... I I haven't, I booked my stay,
1: but not my flight yet. So we'll see. There What's you it? go. I mean, the, the stay is not, in, I mean, it's for my sister's wedding, but she right. moved three times now because of the pandemic. Poor thing. <laughs> I know. Poor fucking
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, I booked it. I was literally just like. I want to go back to Paris, and I I've been tracking this flight, and I've been saving up, and and legitimately, I was expecting to pay probably a thousand to twelve hundred dollars for the ticket, Mm -hmm. and it got this flight for five hundred and forty dollars. Holy shit, girl! So I was just like, I didn't even think about it. I was just like, get on it. That's amazing. Full full disclosure, I do have to drive down to Houston to take the flight, but I'm like. That's yeah. fucking fine, but that's worth <laughs> There's it. There's for- so much money saved, oh my honestly.
1: God. Yeah, yeah. <gasps> nice work. Okay. Thanks. Well, we will do some some chatting about vacations. Okay. Oh my okay. God. <laughs> well, I love that story so much, dude. Thank you. Um. So for for mine, I was like, California. Do not do Hollywood. Do not do um, Hollywood. Do not do sure. Hollywood. We've done it a million times. I fucking wound up doing a place in Beverly Hills. <laughs> because <laughs> I was Deliple. looking at I mean, California is massive Amy there's yeah. so many choices I just found this story and I was so fascinated by it I never knew anything about it before so Ooh, I I did the pick fair estate in <gasps> in Beverly Hills California
0: no. it's haunted yes Oh my God. Oh my God. We have another
1: fair. Another. Oh my gosh. You're right. Yeah. Oh, fairmont pick fair. Oh. Mm -hmm. Well, the story is. Fascinating, More fascinating than the ghost stuff. But just the whole yeah. story is so good. So that's why yeah. I chose a teeny Because I just felt like it's elegant. It'd be either that but or yeah. champagne. But if I open champagne, I have to drink the whole bottle. And you know.
0: Also, legitimately, I'm 90% sure that Mary Pickford went to Musso and Frank's a lot. Oh, so.
1: I'll bet she did. Yeah. So this is very appropriate. Mm-hmm, Who mm-hmm. didn't go to Musso and Frank's? Anyone? <laughs> I mean, please. You're Fools. a loser if you did not. <laughs> So my sources come from allthat'sinteresting.com, an article by Andrew Milne, and then (laughs) seeksghost.blogspot.com. It Uh, sounds like
0: a dating website. It
1: probably was. (laughs) Seeking, I would be on that like right now. Tell me, there's Uh a fucking ghost matching site, and I would be on Uh it. Uh Um, Okay, so I'm just gonna read. What read straight from the my research because it's okay. it's organized which I'm not so. <laughs> um, in the 1920s, Pickfair was the most famous mansion in Hollywood, home to lavish parties and famous guests. But after new owners claimed the property was haunted, it met an unfortunate demise. Okay, hmm. so let's go into the history of Pickfair Estates. Yes. Lo- <laughs> long before Ye divorced or Brangelina. Divorced. divorced. Um, There was the original celebrity, Portmanteau. 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 Uh, Pickfair, also divorced. Um, <laughs> the word combined the names of early Hollywood's biggest stars, Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks. Mm-hmm. Um, specifically, Pickfair referred to the power couple's lavish 15 acre estate in Beverly Hills which was a popular meeting place for Hollywood stars the property had a colorful history highlighted by extravagant parties famous owners and claims of paranormal activity Mm -hmm. here's how it became a prominent part of Hollywood and why it was ultimately destroyed Mm. (laughs) So Ah, so good, right? I wish I had written that. I just copied it. Uh, Pickfair was in every way an extension of the Hollywood power couple that created it. Mary Pickford and Douglas Fairbanks were the most prominent actors of the 1910s and 1920s. Pickford was the original America's sweetheart, an actress famed for her beauty and wholesome disposition. By all accounts, she reigned benevolently as the Queen of Hollywood, raising funds for unemployed film workers and later Aww. later co-founding the production company United Artists, as yep. we know. It was her and Douglas Fairbanks and who else? Charlie Chaplin. Charlie Chaplin. That's right. Thank you. I mm-hmm. knew it was a silent star. Well, they probably all were back then. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, Douglas Fairbanks was the perfect king to match his queen. An energetic, athletic actor, he had an eccentric side as well, with a penchant for nude jogging.
0: That, okay, wow, that distracted me. That almost distracted me from my point I was going to make real quick. I suddenly remembered why I thought Mary Pickford ate at Mousseau Frank's, because Douglas Fairbanks absolutely did, because ah. if you read the menu, he and Charlie Chaplin would have a horse race That's down this dirt right. road that became Hollywood Boulevard, and whoever lost had to buy... Yes,
1: mistakes. I remember that story too. That's mm-hmm. right. And if they were there, then obviously Mary was joining them. I mean, yeah. they were all partners. Oh my Absolutely. god! I totally—that's. I love that story. Thank I love God that. I read menus. <laughs> I love reading menus. It's all you can do <laughs> yes. while you're waiting for the server. Uh
0: huh. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, delightful! So, New jogging, <laughs> nude huh? New jogging. Nude jogging. Even... That sounds silly for a man. <laughs> it sounds very
1: uncomfortable. Also, ladies. New jogging Aww. would be uncomfortable. Just if you have round things on your body that flop around, just who don't. doesn't? Who doesn't? Unless you're a very flat-chested lady, in which I mm-hmm. envy you. Yeah, um, yeah. Because of his new jogging, he built an underground running track so he could run naked in private. But I'm like, dude, you had a 15-acre estate. You had a lot of privacy outdoors, yeah, too. Yeah, it's, like, it's not like they were, like, drone paparazzi. Going <laughs> I know, right?
0: <laughs> he just didn't want to get his
1: balls sunburnt, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Okay, so the Pickford, and, uh, Douglas Fairbanks and Mary Pickford were married to other people when they first met, which was mm. like, woo-woo-woo. Um,
0: yeah.
1: But then they began an affair, and then they each got divorced, and then they got married in March of 1920, And the wedding gift that they bought themselves was Pickfair, which was a ranch-turned-mansion in Beverly Hills. Um, It started out as a wooded property with a small hunting cabin, and then they renovated it into this crazy luxurious estate with a Tudor-style mansion.
0: I mean, remember when Beverly Hills had hunting? what oh (laughs) yes
1: remember when we used to all hunt in our wooden cabins in beverly hills Uh what the fuck were they hunting
0: for squirrels (laughs) pigeons
1: (laughs) probably very slender lean squirrels because you know you got to look good if you're going to live in beverly Uh hills Uh um eh, there's more history in the house it was the first private residence in los angeles to have a swimming pool which oh is very cute. surprising to me. I'm yeah. like, really? Were they were that like they knew back then. Um, anyway, it was super popular. Lots of fancy guests, royals, and you know, from abroad, royals in Hollywood, and um, and politicians galore. It was mm-hmm. just like the place to be. It's- like the Playboy Mansion. Exactly. Yep. But so much more sex. No, just, who knows? <laughs> I'm assuming. Um, okay. But here's the ghost history. Okay. okay. So at the time that they purchased this piece of property with the hunting cabin, um, they both uh, Douglas Fairbanks and Mary Pickford knew that it had a reputation of being haunted. Mm. They had heard the stories that a ghost resided in the home's attic and that annoying banging sounds and disembodied footsteps were were reported. So um, and they still bought it. They still bought it. And 12 years after they moved in, in 1932, Douglas Fairbanks said this during an interview. He goes, I don't believe in ghosts. I don't believe Pickfair is haunted, though Mary is sure of it. I'm sure there is some explanation, if we could find it, of the sounds that we hear there. So basically, he's like, yeah, there's some weird Boing. shit going on, but we need an explanation.
0: Huh. Yeah. And he's okay. like,
1: Mary thinks it's haunted.
0: But then... <laughs> it's probably her wandering womb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: But Mary was very convinced that Pick Fair was haunted and she often spoke to friends about the home's ghost because besides loud besides loud noises, an apparition was also seen at Pick Fair. And in nineteen thirty five a columnist named Lee Frank interviewed Mary about this ghost Mm -hmm. and she so Pickford mentioned she heard the attic ghost on three different occasions and in each encounter it became louder she said this is her quote I'm a sound sleeper but I could not sleep under those noises which sounded like the trampling of heavy feet tramping of heavy feet I sat up in bed and addressed myself to the ghost I wouldn't treat you this way I said It isn't ladylike. I don't expect you to treat me in this manner. Pickford then said, the noises ceased. So She gave it a real talking to. Uh Way to go,
0: (laughs) America's sweetheart. Yeah, it
1: isn't ladylike. Um, (laughs) She made the point that she was not the only one who heard the noises. Douglas Fairbanks also heard them. And she never herself saw the ghost, but a staff member and a visiting friend did. She says, quote, one day our cook, a practical, unemotional Swedish woman, which is like so bitchy,
0: practical, unemotional Swedish woman. I mean, you got to be to make those, make those meatballs and gravy. Right? I know. You can't put, you
1: can't have your emotions in it. You know, you really got to compartmentalize. It's Ling and berry and nothing. (laughs) Well, she ran out of the kitchen in terror, brandishing a knife. She declared she was pursuing a strange, dark woman whom she had seen in the kitchen. Uh, (laughs) Later, a friend of Mary's, who stayed there, came downstairs with strange news. She asked Mary, have you had your second floor changed? And Mary said, yes, we did. And then the friend said, I just saw a strange, tall, dark woman in the hallway up there. She was looking at the alcove. Her eyes wandered about in a puzzled way as she looked from side to side as if to say, something has changed here. (gasps) At first I thought she was, Teresa, your maid. Then I saw she was a stranger. I went to speak to her. She vanished. oh my gosh Oops. pickford went on to muse that the ghost probably at one time had lived in the house <laughs> duh mary come on <laughs> uh she stayed because she liked it or maybe because some great joy or sorrow had befallen her there uh years later an elderly man approached mary in new york city and asked her for the location of Pickfair, and she <laughs> told him which is like wait what
0: I mean, uh, we just didn't have like really sophisticated stalkers back then. So. Yeah, and obviously no
1: stranger danger. Um, <laughs> and then he goes, Oh, is that by the old Phillips house? That place is haunted. And she replied, It is the old <gasps> Phillips house. Oh,
0: oh my gosh. Shit.
1: So, okay, now it gets even more bonkers. Okay. Okay. So, um, this power couple, Mary and, and Douglas, they divorced in 1936, but they did stay friends, and they stayed connected until he died uh, just a few years later. But Mary lived in the house until she died in 1979.
0: Mary Pickford lived until 1979? Yes, right? But you wouldn't Damn. know it
1: because she was a recluse by the end of right, her life. Yeah, right, Which I did not I, know.
0: I feel like, because she was really well known for being like, girlish and she Mm -hmm. played a lot of like little girl roles and so I feel like aging was not something she was allowed to do
1: I feel like that was the unfortunate demise of many starlets back then was like Mm -hmm. they just became recluses because they only had like a
0: five year shelf life you know Right. (laughs) I even think like she was playing like like 12 year old girls when she was in her 40s you know they would just like throw pigtails on her (laughs) and (laughs) like
1: She did look really childish and young. Yeah. It's kind of creepy. Yeah. It's a
0: round face. She's got that round face. Yeah.
1: Yeah. She totally does. We'll post pictures, of course. Um, OK. So she dies. And uh, then um, Mary Pickford's third husband. I didn't know she was married three times until I just read this. Um, mm-hmm. Buddy Rogers. Wait. That's fa- someone. Isn't that somebody famous? Anyway, he's not important. Uh, okay, he sold Pickfair. I think he was married
0: to Mary Pickford. So, oh, that's what made him <laughs> yeah.
1: famous. Yeah, he uh, he he's sold Pickfair to the Los Angeles Lakers owner Jerry, Boos, for five point four million dollars in nineteen eighty. Wow. So, um, so this is a quote from the L.A. Lakers owner's daughter. She goes, Uh my dad really had no idea the implications of that home when he bought it. It was a great real estate thing. Five acres of land in Beverly Hills. When he went through it, I'll never forget. Pickford's Oscar was still sitting there. Like, how is that so sad? Yeah. Like nobody cared to claim any of her shit. He just was like, Oh yeah. So then, um, Jerry Boos, the guy who bought it, realized it would be more cost effective to just plow down the entire mansion and rebuild it.
0: Jesus. Um,
1: Yeah. So. uh, Fucking 80s, man. I know. So fucking greedy. So um, through the 1980s, the Booses capitalized on Pickfair's splendor and reputation to use the house for lucrative fundraisers. So he didn't plow it down yet. Um, but he was like, this is a piece of shit. We'd save more money if we just built a new piece of, of you
0: know what we needed some nice classy marble everywhere <laughs> uh, anything constructed in the 80s or 90s I'm like ew yeah.
1: ew ew gilded
0: marble oh
1: it's the worst nonsense. Nonsense. so tacky yeah
0: carpeted bathrooms mm-hmm. <laughs> faux <laughs> columns <laughs>
1: yes so many faux columns Uh everything yeah oh god gold fake gold plated shit Uh um okay but then instead of plowing it down like he wanted to he just decided to sell it so he sold it in 1988 to a singer named pita zadora and um her and her husband bought it for 6.7 million thinking it would be a good place to raise their kids but then strange things started to occur Mm-hmm. One night when her husband was out of town, Zadora heard a blood-curdling scream at, in the middle of the night. It was, it was her young daughter who came running and crying about a woman staring at her in the bedroom. She, yeah, she said, Mom, I saw this tall, white, ghostish woman standing above my bed when I woke up. My daughter described the apparition of this woman. She had a white gown on and she was looking at her and laughing. I don't know if anything is more horrifying than a ghost just laughing at you, like waking you up and just laughing at you. God. So it sounds like the house is haunted by one singular woman who we just don't know who it is.
0: She didn't like the floor change. She laughs Mm. at children. My kind of girl. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I don't like changes. Children, get the fuck out of my house. I'm trying to rest here. God. (laughs) Um, But then uh, Pia Zadora also started experiencing stuff. Um, So she would hear strange things, and she did hear and see the laughing woman as well. Um, I already said this. Oh, as time went on... um, they weren't only seeing the ghostly woman wearing white, but a male spirit would hang out near the entrance, and another apparition that carried sheet music. Um, so all the previous owners, like even Mary Pickford and every, they, they were like, yeah, we know we they all knew of those ghosts. They talked about those ghosts openly, but mm-hmm. they were they could live with them. But he, sure. as Dora, was like, I cannot live here with these ghosts. Right, so. In 1990, they destroyed the entire estate, leaving only the original gates. I know. And you're going to love this part, Tammy. Oh, boy. It's 1990. They replaced the iconic building with a Venetian palazzo-style mansion. Oh, God. (laughs) Oh, God. So she back then was saying, cause they got a lot of shit for this and yeah. she said, Oh, we had to because it was run down by termites it, and it was, it was all termites, termites, termites. And then in 2012, she went on an episode of celebrity ghost stories and admitted that the reason why they destroyed it was because it was haunted. And I'm like, that's just s- foolish. It's so ridiculous. And like, um, uh, like, Douglas Fairbanks's son uh was like I really really regret that this estate was ever sold to begin with like if they were going to demolish it why would they even buy it in the first place Mm -hmm. and then Zadora tries to defend her decision and she's like if I had a choice I never would have torn down the old home I loved the home it had a history it had very important sense about it and and you can deal with termites, and you can deal with plumbing issues, but you can't deal with the supernatural. And then she, and then she sold it in twenty eight, 2008. Because also, I'm like, <sighs> okay, you're a big fat dummy because you can destroy a house. You're not going to get rid of the ghosts. It's
0: the property,
1: not the building.
0: Not to mention, like just fucking sell it and move somewhere else yeah. someone would buy it and and all honestly you would make money on it and they'd turn it into a museum or yes. they they'd make it a historic place and someone who cared about it would Literally, pick fair. It had a name. Pick fair. You know what I mean? Do you know how many fucking nerdy TCM types that might actually have money, unlike oh me, god. would fucking buy that? Oh my god! Or at least pay to attend an event there. Like yeah. that
1: boost guy who owns the LA Lakers who bought it and decided realized, oh, this place is not going to work out. At least he's, it was like, oh, I'll just rent it out to do fundraisers. Then I'll use yeah. it. At least he had that sensibility. Like, don't fucking just plow down. Be like, oh my god, there's termites and plumbing issues, and there's a ghost. Also,
0: I wasn't gonna go there. I ain't never fucking heard of that lady. No, who I've is never. Who's
1: she? Pia Zadora. Enough, famous enough to be on celebrity ghost stories? No,
0: I no, guess. No, no. I really, don't like. you know her. who the celebrity was? The house. I know, and
1: she was in competition and couldn't fucking handle it. Mm. But yeah, and mm. like you guys just ever heard of moving or you know I know I was I was very upset by this so technically Pickfair is still there because there's a house on the property but it's just the only original piece is the iron gates and you know what I bet you it's still haunted because nothing's gonna piss off a ghost more than destroying its home and building it on again like it's gonna find a place to haunt in that new house.
0: I just can't imagine having lived in L.A. that you're like, no, 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 no. This exact plot is where I need to be so much so that I will destroy a house and build another house.
1: Especially if you have that much money, you know, it's like, yeah, yeah. I thought that was very, I did not know anything about that story. I thought it
0: was so fascinating. I knew that it wasn't around anymore, but uh, I did not know the details of why. Yeah, same. I I mean, I had heard all about
1: Pickfair. You know, like you said, if you're a TCM nerd, you know of it. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just.
0: And you know, Douglas Fairbanks Jr., who you mentioned, you know, who who he got married to or was going to get married to? Who? The person that uh, he brought home to mommy and daddy. And they were like, "Yeah, we don't like her, Joan Crawford." <laughs> get the fuck! I did yeah. not know this.
1: I've told you to and get Mary the fuck Pickford out. So Mary Pickford. Wa-
0: Mary Pickford was legitimately like, "Yeah, I think she's kind of a slut." <laughs> and like <laughs> in Mary Pickford's defense. She was kind of a slut <laughs> and kind of a bitch. Yeah, she oh was definitely God. a bitch. But I mean, you know, oh in her God. defense, it was it was a it was a career choice. She was like, "Yes, I will sleep my way to the top. That's the game we're playing, and I'll do it." She, like, had to change her name because she slept around so much. <laughs> I did not not know that. Oh, my yeah. God. This is, like, such I... incredible history. And I say this with fucking respect. None of this oh, is Oh, yeah. I don't slut like...
1: shame. I do not yeah. slut shame. You do what you got to do.
0: I mean. <laughs> Have you seen that video? I feel like it was an Instagram account that we probably both follow where it's a screen test with Joan Crawford, and she's standing there doing a hair and makeup test, and she just, like, rips her fucking eyelashes off. It is... She's I just, think like, I takes have seen off. that. She just takes him off. Just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it is <laughs> literally like nothing I about what that. she's doing is like aggressive, except for it is literally like you, if you read women, you're like, she's going to, kill someone
1: yeah (laughs) I have seen that actually yes and it always looks like she was gonna kill somebody
0: Uh Uh yeah
1: yeah she she had she had opinions and feelings she was Uh (laughs) okay California we went from SoCal to NoCal that was fun um I feel like the state is so big it just reminded me too I'm like oh we could dip into california anytime. there's so mm. much history um but guys if you uh ever visited pick fair or the queen Anne <laughs> hotel <laughs> uh or have ghost stories of your own for reals drop us a line tell us about it um uh-huh. you can email it to us at upghostandpersonal at gmail.com
0: Uh, Or you can uh, follow us on Instagram at Banshees and Booze, and you can follow us, but don't expect any activity on Twitter at Banshees Booze. I like to think it's because um, it's a ghost account. Oh, girl, you're so smart. I mean, thank you for that. I'm something. It's our, Bad it's at our social ghost. media. It's our ghost Might account. Be. Yes.
1: Yeah. Ghosts are managing the account and they post all the time, but you can't see it because they're ghosts. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's shit. on you for
0: not being open. <laughs> um.
1: And uh, yeah. Oh, uh, oh, yeah. Please rate, review, and subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. We are everywhere. And it really helps to bump us up a little bit so other people can ex- uh, explore us, ex- ex- find us. At,
0: at this point, I'm fine with that. Yeah. <laughs> I'll take some exploration,
1: or wait. What was
0: the word that you were trying to read earlier? Ex, exp, uh, ex, es, estimable. 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 You can es- actually. That feels like the right word now. Estimable.
1: estimable. Estimable. Well, now we've said it too much. It doesn't sound like a real word.
0: It never did. <laughs> I don't know why I'm justifying it.
1: Well, justify this. Hey,
0: Tammy. Oh, fu- Um. Yes, Amy. If you see a ghost, um, let it tuck you in. It cares about you.
1: Oh,
0: yeah. I like that very much. That's a great way to wrap this up. I just really wanted. I really want to eat these cookies too. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Uh, Hey, Amy. Yes, Tammy. If you see a ghost, uh,
1: fucking burn it. Oh, wait, they didn't burn the house down. They just plowed it down. God damn it. (laughs) Tammy, I thought I just. (gasps) (laughs) I'm dying. Okay, let me explain what just happened in the 0.3 milliseconds. (laughs) Okay, okay. I wasn't planning that at all. But then it occurred to me, I was like, oh, my God. They burnt the house down so that they, they they didn't have the ghosts anymore. And Dave Snook did his whole fucking burn it while we were doing all of our interviews with him. And oh my God. And so that's what I said. And guess what? They didn't burn the house down. They just got an old bulldozer.
0: I feel, I had such a delightful rise in my stomach. I feel like butterflies of joy right now. I, I'm so happy, Amy.
1: I guess that... My answer had nothing to do with our episode, and uh, we're just it gonna do it with it.
0: <laughs> I miss Dave Snook.
1: You tell him I said hi if I you see him. I will, gosh darn oh, it. Yeah. I still like every single one of his posts for his um, that oh, yeah. account he has in, that we in book. Sanctuary. Yeah, in Sanctuary. Mm-hmm. Follow our friend Dave Snook at In Sanctuary, you guys. It's cool. He it's just great. goes and explores abandoned psychiatric hospitals, and they, yeah
0: it's a it's a niche and he is in it he's nailed it his pictures
1: are beautiful he does before what and afters like when uh-huh. they were open and th- thriving i don't know if that's the right word but you sure. get it you get it um you get it. fucking burn it uh burn it, burn it. <laughs> <laughs> all right uh see you next time Bye.
0: bye